Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello, hello, and welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. I am Kelly Fox, and we are here tonight doing Step 3, which is connection. And tonight we're going to be focusing on giving and receiving. And I'm super excited to get into this topic. We kind of hinted at it a couple weeks ago, but we're going to dive in deep today. And let's do it. (laughs) Um, Please welcome my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayer. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I am doing well, thank you. Just really enjoying getting ready for the family to be here and connect with them and just have an amazing uh, time. Good. Yeah. This is the time to connect with others, but it is also a great time to connect with ourselves as we get ready to go into the new year and really getting clear on who we want to be and how we want to show up. And part of that's going to be with giving and receiving. How do we want to give and how do we want to receive in the new year and at this holiday season? So let's bring on our guest coach. She's already been on the show this month, and we are having her back already because we like her that much, and she likes (laughs) us too. So um, let's welcome (laughs) Dina Tibbs. Hi, and I'm so glad that you invited me here twice. I'm super excited to talk about this. Yeah. Well, why don't you remind our listeners, what is it that you get to do and who is it you get to serve? (laughs) And it is. I get to do it every day, and it's just so joyous. But I'm primarily a women's spiritual coach, teacher, and mentor uh, working across pretty much all of the spiritual traditions. I've studied a vast majority of them, um, ancient and newer. And I get to do that every day with one-on-one individuals and groups. I host a lot of um, women's circles. Um, I put those on hold for a little while, but I'll be resuming them next year for sure. So um, I'm kind of known as a weaver and connector um, and and just love connecting with, with really all beings, not just humans, but the animal and plant kingdom as well. <laughs> yeah. We can connect to a lot of things, can't we? For well, sure. We are all connected, whether yep. we realize yeah. it or not. I mean, science has pretty well proven that now. Yeah. Yeah. We are. Um, so... We probably already asked you this about your definition of connection and how you use that for yourself and your clients, but let's tie that into giving and receiving since that's the topic tonight. So how does giving and receiving um, play into connection for you? I think it, well, it plays into every moment of my life, or at least I try for it to be, um, being in reciprocity, being in relationship with, like I said, like everything, everyone that I interact with. So uh, giving can be a smile. Receiving mm-hmm. can be a hug. And giving can be leaving an offering when you do pick a flower from your garden and returning something from where you've taken. 
so it's it's a cycle. The the Caro people of Peru call it Aini, and that's one of their biggest pulls is that we're living in reciprocity with each other, with the earth, with the universe, with with everything that we touch. Um, and when we do that, mm-hmm. we just lead more harmonious lives. Mm-hmm. Right? There's mm-hmm. a way to say it. <laughs> mhm. Yeah, I think. Reciprocity is a new word for me. I've never, probably the last couple of years, I had never heard that word before. Or if I had, I didn't recognize it when I heard it again. And I'm very familiar, though, with the concept and um, there being this even exchange of energy. I think one thing that we can get stuck in, though, is when there's expectations that there's going to be an even exchange of energy. And that's where we can get a little stuck and uh, move into a more fear-based mode than freedom. So if you have a client stuck in that, in that mode of, well, I give and receive, but this person doesn't, how do you help them get out of that? Well, yeah, I think you you said that that expectation word, and we put it on ourselves mm-hmm. too, right, all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and and what is equal? And I think that's really where I re- help help people reframe what does equal energy mean, and does it have to be equal? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it, it, so it, energy is always in motion, and it's like, well, you know. What are, well, first of all, in many of my spiritual teachings, let me back up, um, true giving and true generosity comes with no expectations of anything in return. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we can start with that. Yeah. And then, of course, you mentioned it a little bit last time, I think, and in particular, we've been trained to overgive and then get resentful. And we've mm-hmm. been trained to mm-hmm. not receive. So, mm-hmm. you know, and I've done this dance even lately with some some relationships, some friendships, um, you know, because of what I do for a living. Often I have friends, but they're not really friends. They're coming to me for free coaching, essentially. They mm-hmm. just come to me when their lives are falling apart, which is okay. I can hold space for that, but I would like also for them to come to me when they want to go hang out and have fun and joy and so on. Um, and so we do have to take radical responsibility for our relationships and being in reciprocity, but it's, it's that, you know, why am I giving? Is it to just give generous? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of dismantling that whole idea of it being an even exchange and in the universal energy, it's more that I'm giving to a situation, a person, an animal, a whatever, and the universe will provide me with reciprocity, not an even exchange with a the person. If we're talking about yeah. people, yeah, absolutely. So and I a, think that. Uh huh. That's okay. No, finish your point. <laughs> I'm not sure I remember what it was. <laughs> That's okay. Okay, sorry. But, um, yeah, I think that that is really important. We can get lost in the 
in the aspect of, especially at the holidays, of giving and, you know, what is the, what is the motivation behind the giving? Is it, is it a have to? Is it should to? Is it, is it wanting to up last year? You know, is it wanting to give a better gift, you know, um, to, you know, what is the motivation? Or is it, I really care about this person and I want my gift to show this person that I really know them. And that's what I try to do with my gift. And it's not a matter of, am I going to get a gift back? It's a matter of, this is something that I want to do for them. And I think that that is really where we kind of need to check ourselves. What is the motivation behind why we're giving? And I think also as a, as a former people pleaser and sometimes still, um, I'm very good at giving and not always great at receiving, especially when it comes to sharing my problems because I, you know, tend to be the person that people come to to share their problems. And so I know what's going on with everyone else, and I'm like, I don't want to add to their situation, but they want me to, right? Because if if it's reciprocity, then I'm giving and allowing myself to receive. So they feel like, oh, well, Kelly comes to me too, and I go to her and we're friends instead of, well, I go to Kelly, but Kelly never shares with me. which, you know, I, I can't remember which of a wisdom teacher along my road ha- has said that, but not being willing to receive from others, when we're, especially when we're talking not necessarily tangible goods, <laughs> is a selfish act because they're wanting to give to you and you just mm-hmm. shut them and then that person feel like maybe you don't trust them. So it, it is, it's something to... And yet, you you know, it takes some vulnerability, um, you know, that the, the needs that go around, like, make sure you check on the strong ones. And I, I can completely relate because um, I, I t- tend to do well handling everything by myself. But we, particularly in this country, um, the, the whole culture is based on individualism and going it alone. And it does not serve us. Um, I'm, I'm, I think a big part of my work coming through for next year as I'm going into my visionary space on the solstice this Wednesday and for a few weeks is really like how do we turn to at least some semblance of the village? Mm-hmm. You know, where, where the elders are honored, um, where they're sharing their wisdom with the young ones and the young ones have been taught that that is wisdom and to spend time with the elders. And then you've got a 50 year old that somewhere sits somewhere in between and that's reciprocity also and giving and receiving and, and knowing that you're, yes, somebody came to you with a problem. And it's at least in my experience, it's not like if a friend or someone comes to me to talk, um, usually our, 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 they're going down at different times. <laughs> so it's not like they came to you and then you're offloading on them. Although it can be that exchange too. But um, yeah, I mean, if you've ever been on the end of uh, that's hurt me before. 
Yeah. Terry, what are your thoughts? Well, I'm real, I'm enjoying this conversation. I, I think that when I, I mean, I'm a recovering perfectionist. I have um, learned to be vulnerable uh, and that, that actually that's a gift that I can give to others is my vulnerability, which is my willingness to ask for help, my willingness to say, I don't know, uh, my willingness to say, I'll find out. Um, and that has totally changed my life from being willing to receive from others um, because I was that person that, that would never ask for help, would never reach out to someone else because I saw that as a, a flaw in, in my, uh, you know, in my being. So I, I think when I, now when I think of receiving, because I'm in that uh, category of being an elder, and I'm frequently in that position where I can, um, people come to me for, you know, for, because of my experience. And I'm really willing to share my experiences and, you know, for other people to see that there is something on the other side of a tragedy. There is something on the other side of your children growing up. And, you know, there's, I just, because I'm, you know, in the third act of my life. And um, I think for me, what I receive more than anything, because we're not just talking about tangible gifts, I receive pure joy and pure peace and to me that's the greatest gift I can have is um, having that sense of joy and peace as I've connected with other people and um, when I sit back and watch my family watch my children and my great-grandchildren I just I have this sense of calmness the sense of satisfaction of a life well well lived, you know, and having this opportunity to to be with the people that I love, to be in the home that I love, to be in my garden that I love. You know, you talk about connecting to more than just the people, um, you know, just to be on the planet, a human person experiencing the joy that comes from connection. And, and so I could, you know, I probably couldn't have even articulated that 20 years ago, you know, or 30 years ago. Um, but now at this stage of my life, I can actually sit back, observe, take in, receive that energy of joy, that energy of peace, um, that energy of knowledge that this path, this path is one of, uh, for me, it's a, it's a spiritual path back to God. And, um, you know, just to recognize that in my life, that everything that's happened to me up to this point brought me to this point. And so to have gratitude for all the the experiences that I've had in life, the good times, the hard times, the tragedies, the successes, the whatever, you know, just to be able to look back and honor that live in this present moment to the to the fullest degree that I can to experience that joy going into the future, which is unknown. But being able to take that with me into tomorrow uh, gives me that sense of, um, of you know, being on a journey that, that's, that has brought me to this point of, of having this inner peace, this inner joy. And uh, so when I think of connecting and receiving, that's what I think I think of. And I give my, you know, I give myself 
my experiences, my the things I've learned, I guess you can call it my wisdom, uh, freely. And um and fortunately enough there you know, there are enough people in my circle of influence that have that have that concept that the Native Americans had of elders and I think you're saying other countries as well, other other cultures look at it, a person that's had these experiences that lived, lived life, they look at them as a gift, you know. And I have people in my circle of influence that come to me like that. And that, giving that is, is also joyful. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's I love that. to see that everywhere, that those circles yeah, of influence nice? of elders. Oh, it's a dream. It, it really is. I live in utopia in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I still can see. I mean, some some circles that I'm in, you know, some different organizations. There's not. It's not there. You know, it's not. Oh, the older people. Let's take them cookies at Christmas or something. You know, let we feel right, sorry right. for them. But but luckily, I have enough people in my in my you know circle of influence, the people that I associate with it, that have that attitude that. Uh, well, I had a, a gal this morning that called me that I taught her in kindergarten over 50 years ago. And we have, you know, I, we live in a small town. I know she, I know her family. I've seen her, you know, her parents, uh, her husband, her children. You know, I'm just, she's not like a close friend, but I know everything that's happening. She called me this morning because she wanted my opinion and my wisdom about about something that had to do with education. And so that happens to me frequently as well. And I just think, you know, that that's a life well lived, right? And uh I just love that and it makes me feel um like I said, that inner that inner calmness, that inner peace. And I I just I I feel so blessed that I have that in my life. <laughs> yeah, I think it's important that we have people like that in our support circles. Um, we call them fear buster teams. And I think that it's always important for us to have people in our lives that we connect with, that we have that giving and receiving relationship. We have an agreement possibly with them that this is how we are going to come to them and this is how we want to, um, this is what we want from them. Um, You know, that we have those that can help us to navigate, uh, you know, whatever situation arises. And, um, you know, Terry is definitely someone that I go to um, in uh, specific situations. <laughs> Can't go to your mom for everything. But, um, nope. <laughs> you know, I go to her, you know, to support me with things. And I have friends and I have other family members and, you know, leaders that I grew um, that people who were leaders as I was growing up. And it's important to know who those people are, um, you know, and connect with them. Um, be willing to be vulnerable and open and exposed and ask someone for help or ask someone for their opinion or, or, or you know, share, hey, this went, this, you know, happened and not really what I was wanting to happen, you know, what can I do differently? Um, you know, that, that's a... Um, not easy to do and so to have people already um, engaged to to take on a role like that in your life is important so when those things come up you already have someone you know you can go to right Mm -hmm. right 
the Celts call it the Anamkara, your soul friend mm-hmm. or friend. Mm-hmm. And John O'Donohue, his book of that same title is is just such a beautiful book, and uh, really on this subject uh, of reciprocity, because it's how do you be Anamkara to to everything uh, and with everything. But um, it's it's so important, uh, and everything that that our young ones are facing today and what we see, you know, happening in the news and so on. Um, if, if everyone can have one on just one on Amkara, um, it makes such a difference and, or a spiritual community of some kind, the Buddhist called Buddha said one of the three parts of his spiritual teaching, one of the biggest ones was having Sangha. Um, there's the teachings, the teacher, and then there's the Sangha or the community. And it's just, mm-hmm really big piece of, of most spiritual traditions um, yeah. around the and world. That's, that's so fascinating because, you know, it's really we, like we are all connected. You know, we have different paths. We, we have different cultures, different, um, you know, family in, influences that have gotten us to where we are, and yet we're so similar. You know, that's what I love about studying different faiths and different cultures is that there is that core of similarity, isn't there? Mm-hmm. That, uh, there you is. know, that core community, that core of, of unconditional love, that core of, you know, having a wise, uh, you know, a, a sage or a wise person, an elder who, who guides you based upon, you know, on those core values of connection and love and kindness and, you know, it's just, to me, it's it's really interesting. We're so much more alike than we are different. Oh, so much. And even, you know, when when, when the uh, political battles ensue, <laughs> and I say mm-hmm. to people, because I, I have family and people in my circles who I, you know, maybe don't share the same views with politically. Mm, really? I owe, <laughs> mm, really. And yeah. I always come back yeah. and I say, you know, I was in a conversation at a Christmas party the other night, and I say, but really, at the very core, every one of us wants the same thing for ourselves exactly. and our family. And again, I'm I'm not Buddhist, but I keep coming back to the Buddhist prayer, the meta prayer. You know, may all beings be happy, may all beings be safe, may all beings be health, healthy, and I always add on joyful and abundant. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's what everyone wants. How you get there, how in our minds. You know, and also the fact that, you know, no politician is ever going to do that for us. We have to release our oh, no. our need for them. And built on contention, right? Yeah, <laughs> the whole exactly. Built on contention. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. But I tell it's My kids that are of a different persuasion than I am, if they start in, <laughs> in I'll say, you know what? We have no control over that. What we do have control over is how we treat each other and how we talk about each other. So let's just put kindness and compassion at the front of our conversations, and and that's what we have control over. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, right. the it's just ah. Yeah. I can't. I can't. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> you know, I just because yeah, it's all an illusion, all that stuff. So the connection yep, is. is what's real. The energetic connection, the fact that we're all connected. It's my biggest prayer, though, is that everybody wakes up to that fact. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, not everyone's wonderful. an awareness of that, you know. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, 
and 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 don't you know so kind of even going back to where we started was you know I could give and give and give to my community to individual whatever and it's I know that the the reciprocity is going to come through the white life mm-hmm. well lived like what you mm-hmm. exactly what you said and so mm-hmm. for me the question in my mind always is is what I'm about to do first of all is it empowering to myself and others that's question mm-hmm. number one and then question number two is this life affirming is this mm-hmm. a life affirming choice uh, and that's yeah. my those are kind of my litmus test or you know even yeah. before maybe I'm starting want to engage in an argument <laughs> is, is that empowering is that life affirming no it's not okay yes. no nope, so don't on. bother <laughs> yeah that's great yeah all right ladies well we have had a awesome conversation and we are um less than five minutes to the end so I want to give uh, Dina some time to share with the audience how they can get a hold of her, um, if you have anything going on, or what you would like to share with the audience. Yes. Well, first of all, the easiest way to reach me is um, through my website. So you can even just use my name, www.dinatibbs.com, and I have places on there where you can schedule a discovery appointment with with me. I always do a, pretty much a full hour with folks, uh, even on discovery, so compliment, essentially a complimentary uh, soul coaching session. And that's, I'm like I said, it, this is my time of year where I'm really sitting in the visionary space, and, and I help others do that too when they're with those questions in their mind of, you know, what is my soul here to do? Or if you do already know that, what does my soul want to do next on this journey? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's the like big that. work, and and then, um, yeah, I'm I'm in the visionary space. Like I said, I'm, I I want to create those communities where the elders are. You know, we're not just bringing them the cookies; we're going to to right. to them <laughs> for their wisdom. And um, and so that's I don't know what that's looking like. I'm in really in the Weaver Dreamer space of what are the connections going to be like going into next year. And I think this time of year is a hugely important time to, to, you know, yes, love all the family staff and all of that, but also take some, some connection time on the darkest day of the year that we're about to have approaching on Wednesday and really just be in the space of what your soul wants to bring forth next. Mm. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I love that. Thank you. Um, Terry, any last words you would like to share with the audience? No, I just think I, I think what came through to me tonight in our conversations was that we are all connected. And if we really believe that and we go into our, any kind of relationship or connection that we have, just realizing that, that we are all connected energetically, spiritually, you know, at the soul level, we are all connected. Absolutely. I think that definitely came through with the conversation tonight as well. And I think that it's really important that when we're talking about connection, of course, we're always thinking about connecting with ourselves. And there's still an an aspect of giving and receiving with connection with ourselves, too. And so giving that Mm -hmm. some thought as well of how do we give and receive with ourselves, you know. Um, Self-care can definitely be a 
something we give ourselves, but then we also have to receive it, right? Like if we're going to give ourselves a nap, we have to then receive it without beating ourselves up, right? So, Mm -hmm. you know, keeping in mind that um, those concepts when it comes to ourselves as well. So we want to, we want to thank you for being here with us again. And we would love to have you on again. If you, if you want to join us again, Hey, we're here. Mm-mm. Oh God. Yes. I would love to. Whenever we first <laughs> talked, I looked at every subject that I said, I think I could talk about like all of that, which one am I going to So yeah, I'll yeah. definitely uh, would love to be back on. I do it frequently. Um, it's so much fun. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, well, good. Hopefully I'll see you on the calendar again soon. We want to remind you that the 12 Steps to Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. And if you would like to know more about Fearless Living, please go to fearlessliving.org. If you'd like to know more about Carrie and I, you can go to fearlessgenerations.org, where you can find out all about what it is we do all the great programs and classes we have coming up that we want to share with you in the new year. And also uh, you can uh, see the results of the Break the Silence fundraiser that we just had there and still become, uh, still get involved and um, be able to participate in that. So thank you, everybody. Thank you, Dina, for being here. Thank you, Terry. Uh, remember to connect to yourself. And uh, to define what that means for you. And until next week, everybody, be fearless. Thank you. Bye, Dina. Thank you. Good night.